0: It's an interesting concept, isn't it? Joy in 2020 is, is even a more interesting one. I was thinking of Psalm 30, verse 5, and it says these words, words of hope. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. And as I, as I think about 2020, I think there's a lot of weeping that has happened. In fact, probably I haven't given myself time and space to mourn all that we've lost. And in those moments in which I'm still and quiet, the grief can hit us. And I know we all have had our own experience with this pandemic and with this year. And we've lost a lot of things. And some of us have lost loved ones and people that we were so close to. And so there's lots of things we mourn. But one of the things that Scripture tells us is that after weeping comes rejoicing. That after darkness comes light there is mourning after the evening. And so this scripture that I read in Psalm 30, it was talking to people who were pre-resurrection, but for those of us who are after the resurrection of Jesus, we have this hope and this love and this peace and this joy that Jesus is real and that joy is possible even and especially in the midst of sorrow. You know, over the years, I've done a, a fair number of funerals. And, and there's always a difference, I can tell, with funerals whose families have known the Lord really well and those who haven't. Because those families that I gather with and they have faith, and then there is this sorrow and there's this pain and there's this brokenness. But there's also this joy and this light and there's this laughter. There's a joy that they have and that they know and so it's always a joy for me as I sit around with family and friends and I hear them tell stories and I hear the laughter that rises up as they wipe tears from their eyes. And somehow we as Christian people can hold these two things in tension at the same time, that there is joy and there is mourning. There is weeping and there is laughing. And in fact, for the people of God, these things go together. Because we are called to weep with those who weep, mourn with those who mourn, cry with those who cry, but also to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. And so that's what we want to do as the people of God, is that in a dark world that we mourn and we laugh, we celebrate and we cry, we grieve and we express our joy. Because joy is is a part of what it means because what we believe is that we can have joy not because of what has happened to us but because of what God has done in this world and in and through us and joy is what I believe is the outward collision the outward expression of the collision of hope and peace and love that when these three things collide in our heart then it bursts forth In glorious joy. Because joy can't exist without hope, believing in the truth of what we believe, that Jesus came from heaven to earth so that he might take us from earth to heaven. And that we understand that hope in this world means hope in the next one. That death is not a period, but it is a comma that takes us into a better place than you and I can ever imagine. Joy takes peace, this deep sense. That even if there's chaos around us, we can find the contentment and the hope and the love of Christ. And that joy takes love. Because it's only people who know how much they are loved and who share that love who really have great joy. And so those three things, hope and peace and love, I one time asked a small group, I said, how would you describe joy to somebody? And I'll never forget lady named robin said that that joy is peace with oomph and that's what we want to have a sense of deep peace but also a deep joy and so in this dark days of december as we get closer and closer to the shortest and the darkest day of the year which is actually tomorrow we proclaim a great joy because jesus is real This isn't a story of make-believe. It's not a fiction story. It's not a myth. It's a real story of how a real baby who was both fully God and fully human was born to Mary and that this real person grew up and did miracles. This real person grew up and, and brought light and life to all he brings. He brought healing and he died a real death and he was resurrected from the dead And he calls us to live the abundant life. Now, sometimes we think the abundant life is the happy life. And sometimes we think that joy is just extreme happiness. Look at the joy on their faces when their team wins. No, that's not joy. Because joy springs up from a deep place that is not dependent on what happens around us, but it springs up from the well of love and light that Jesus has given us in the inside. And so the abundant life is the deeply meaningful one. It is not the happy, everything's okay one. It's the one that has meaning and depth and wholeness. Which means, because of the meaning, it means there's love that's shared. And anytime there's love that's shared, that means at some point in time there will be pain. There will be suffering. Because when you love somebody, you know, one of the definitions I heard of of a parent is it's like your heart walking outside of your body. And I think that that's what love does is that we, we put our hearts in, and we put them in relationships and we put them in people and, and we say, I'm going to give you this gift of, of myself and my care and my love. And, and whenever we make that risk of vulnerability of loving somebody, we risk it at some point in time being taken away. And that pain is so real. But yet we still have joy because God holds us in his hand He said, he's got the whole world in his hand, and that this world is not all that there is. And so the abundant life is a meaningful one that includes mourning and dancing. It includes sorrow and joy. It brings light into the middle of darkness. And so, my friends, we choose to have joy, even and especially when it will be tough. And I know for some of you, this Christmas is going to be terribly difficult. And it's not going to be the same this year. And in fact, it will never be the same. But you can still have joy. Because you always have Jesus. Let us pray. So, Lord, we thank you that you loved us so much that you sent your one and only Son to us. And so, Lord, sometimes we get afraid, we feel the pain so deeply of this world, and there's been so much pain this year. We've lost so much, and we've mourned, and we've weeped, and we will continue to do so. Lord, we know that on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, there will be tears not of joy, but of sorrow. So only you can take those tears of mourning and turn them later into tears of joy. Lord, we we hear and we want to receive your promise that sorrow may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Weeping will exist, but joy and peace and hope and love will exist as well. And so as the people of God, we stand here and we worship you and we will proclaim joy to the world let earth receive their king lord we thank you that this world is not all that there is we thank you that that in this broken place of earth where diseases and pain and sorrow run rampant that you entered in and brought light you bring healing. You bring love. You bring Jesus. And so Jesus, would the truth of your goodness be real to us today? And may your joy shine. So Lord, I, I pray and we pray that your light would shine and the dark places in this world and in our world would be overcome by the joy of the Lord. Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Because He lives, we can face tomorrow. Because He lives, all fear is gone. Because I know He holds the future. And life is worth living because he lives. Lord, may your joy and your light and your goodness shine on us today. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.